Welcome back, down to watch. Welcome back. Hey, so we're gonna talk about the upcoming month. Yes, and the new year. Do that's what we do right before the month starts, right before this year starts. Yes, but I can't do that until I tell you about this random thing that happened at a movie theater. It's the first time this has ever happened. I've been to Mm -hmm. a bajillion films in a theater. I believe it. And it's one of those things that happened that I'm I can't even be surprised because it's it's like if you go to enough place uh, like even your work let's say you go to your job for 20 30 years you're going to have the most crazy stuff happen at that job that you're going to sure. witness just because you've been doing it consistently That's where so you long. are all the time yeah exactly so like for me one you know a couple years ago uh it was literally on my birthday it was july 4th and july 5th and i typically go to the movie theater around those days there was an earthquake a couple years ago i don't know if you remember mm-hmm. that yeah. and uh, pretty big ones too and literally, because I, like, I was, I think it was, yeah, it was the fourth. And I was like, this is so random. I'm in a theater. But I was like, eh, I see a lot of things. So the odds of that is, you know, possible. Sure. And then it happened the next day. And I was in a theater again the next day. So it's just like, this is weird. This is very strange. But um, but still, okay, fine. It happened. Yesterday, I go to see uh, Christmas Vacation in a theater. Mm-hmm. I'm on the way back from my family's house. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to stop at this random theater. The theater I, I haven't been to since I was a kid. It's like remodeled and whatever. That's beside the point. And so there's not a lot of people there, obviously. I Myself and then a family of four walk in. And uh, 30 minutes goes by. And then all of a sudden, one parent leaves. Uh, I'm mm. like, okay, going to the bathroom, whatever. I see another parent leave. The other parent didn't okay. come back. And then the lights come on a couple minutes later mm-hmm. in the theater. The lights come on. The movie's still playing. The mm-hmm. parents come back with a worker mm-hmm. up the stairs or two workers, actually. And now they're doing something up behind me because I'm sitting down below them. And I'm just like, this is strange. So I kind of look up there and I see like a kid sitting there and I kind of hear them talking <laughs> about something. And Hold on. yeah, <laughs> you know where it's going? I think. Let's see. Guess. Let's see. I want to see if you can guess. I think the kid got stuck somehow. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The kid got (laughs) stuck in the chair. The kid got stuck in the chair. And I was like, at first I thought he was having like a heart attack. I thought it was like medical based. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's scary. uh, Yeah. And so there's like workers, then a couple other workers come in. And I'm just sitting there, and they're all going past me and doing all these things. And yeah, at some point, uh, seeing if they could take the chair apart, probably right. right that's see what it came could. to. It was like, okay, sure. let's. They try to do a series of moves <laughs> where they're like, okay, one, I'm three, okay, we're gonna try and yeah, yeah, pull yeah. you out. One, two, three, and it didn't work. Didn't work. And then they come. I see this girl running, sprinting to go get tools, sprinting back. Mm-hmm. And by that time, dude, I was just like, I didn't let it go too long, and I was just like, oh, you know what? I'm the out kid of here. Wasn't I? Hope the I'm kid was a little scared, but not. No, like no. The kid seemed, yeah. He was not, not in pain. Like that's all that it can yeah. matters, right? It was yeah. just like he he was probably scared because he was I'm just sure like, was why is this scared. happening? You know, there's the all family this tension all of a sudden. People are like, yeah. kids don't like when there's suddenly a to do about them. Exactly. You know? Like they're exactly. like, oh no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
So then I just I've like seen something like that happen from time to time. Not in a theater though. Right, right. That's why it was just like such a random thing. And I'm just like, I wasn't even supposed to go to this movie really today. Like I wasn't really like planning it I all out. And like to be at supposed this to movie. be here today. What the uh, hell? Yeah, my little brother got his knee stuck in the uh, railing outside of the aquarium of the Pacific once. Oh uh, wow! And when we were when he was very small, we were little, like climbing around it, sticking his no, leg. We're through just the thing. leaning. Like, we're just oh. leaning against it. Oh. And you know they're just the size of the knee of a child and yeah. you know you put your knee up against something you notice it fits through and you go oh it fits and you push it through right that's what you do yeah and suddenly you realize it does not come back <laughs> yeah. they had someone come by and they had soap and they soaped them up and they slid right through. oh okay but good. there that's was a good. moment of panic sure there was a little <laughs> moment of like oh no i live here now yeah <laughs> yeah i was just like okay this is weird that i'm like trying to Watch a movie with a light on and all this hubbub going on. Well, so I'm just a like, story happening in front of you and behind you. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, yeah, you know what? I'm out of here. I'm out of here. So I try to go get my money back. Uh, threw my little tickets away and all my receipts because I just don't keep that shit. So I just like, they're like, uh-huh. oh, we need that to give you a refund. Dang. And I was like, I was like, all right, whatever. Just give me a voucher. I'm, I'm good. Right, um, you're coming back. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I was like, dude, I was like, you guys just, I don't live that close. So I'm just like, but it's like ten bucks too. So I'm just like. I don't care. It's if fine. If you're out ten bucks, it's not the end of the world. No, no. For the story, I like pay for True. the story. Like, you come got on. to tell it on the pod. Yeah, yeah, dude. So uh, you know, you just reminded me too that when I was four, I broke my big toe climbing on this thing outside of like a convalescent home where my uh, nice great grandmother's was. You were uh, showing so. off to the old people what you could do and they couldn't. Well, maybe inadvertently, but still, it was just like a thing to climb. Inadvertently. It was a you thing. You were to- mocking them, you <laughs> lie. <laughs> but, dude, it's like, why is there this, this like, stone wall? Like, you know those stone things that are, like, decorative-looking, uh, you know, pieces of concrete that make a wall? They're, okay. they're like stacked on top of each other or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be cemented together. I go and climb oh, it. Oh, loose. Yeah, and they were loose and they came down yeah. on my, broke my toe. So it happens you to us what? kids. You know what? Hmm. If, if you were in fact mocking those old people with your climbing abilities, mm-hmm. good for them. <laughs> As wise old people, they set up a <laughs> trap for you. Nice. <laughs> nice old people. That's not nice. That's yeah, why people don't regard you in, in a great nope. way sometimes. Me? Yeah, you know who regards me? Old people. They look at me <laughs> and they go, you got it, bud. <laughs> Kids looking at me like, hate you. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so that's... Uh, so that's not what we watched last month. That is not. <laughs> but think about that. I want you to think on it. And, and if you have any movie theater random stories... Events happening Events? within movie theaters. Yeah. I don't really have that many. Like, for the most part, everything's gone pretty well. A handful of times, the movie has stopped and they couldn't continue and they gave us, like, sure. uh, vouchers. Yep. Um, there's been a couple of times that there's been, like, somebody talking too loud. I, I've seen yep. two on two separate occasions people take full volume phone calls in theaters. Wow. Uh, yeah. Until somebody comes in and, like, yeah. tells them to leave. One of those people would not leave. Wow. <laughs> and that and Crazy. then eventually most of the theater patrons left right. themselves and yep. asked for refunds. Yeah. Um that's pretty much it, I think. Um yeah. and I've walkouts, you know, you see people sure. walk out. Those uh, are fun. Those are fun. Especially when they're warranted, like kind or like and, they're understood, you know. Or they're when like, they're oh, not okay, warranted and then right. I get to be mad at people. Uh like uh <laughs> El Orfanato, also what known as the Orphanage, oh. is an excellent an excellent 
dark uh, fat. Mm-hmm. I want to. They call it a dark nursery rhyme of a horror movie mm. because it's not really mm-hmm. like the spookiness is all like in childhood spookiness. Yes. Like, have you ever seen yes. um, the uh, Devil's Backbone? Yes, that's one of uh, Guillermo del Toro's first. First, ones? I think it's his very first. Uh, feature, oh no, Chronos is right? his first. I think right. No, I or think Kronos is um, um, uh, what's the is dude who did guy? Naked Lunch? That's oh, Naked Lunch right. guy, I think. Yeah, yeah, but same uh, time period, similar, similar okay. time, similar time. So, yeah. oh, uh, yeah, no, I think you might be right. Devil's Backbone might be his first. Okay, but you know how that movie, like the, or or even in Pan's Labyrinth, the horror, as as much as it is horror, it's still from like a fantasy place yes. where it's not meant to necessarily just be yes, horrifying, scary. but also like fantastically yes. spooky. Yes. yes. Totally. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of got like that kind of a feel to it, um, but it is very much like a a horror movie in the vein of uh, or tour about motherhood, you know. Sure. Uh, and but it's in Spanish, <laughs> and uh, oh, somebody got pissed. sure enough, huh? Somebody got pissed that it was in Spanish. The first line spoken in the movie, uh, an entire family stood up in unison and walked out of there like seven oh people, my like God. stood up at once, like. Bruh. Yeah, and they just like marched out of the <laughs> out of the theater, and I was like, "Oh no!" I <laughs> like, mean, there I were subtitles. I ain't reading my movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they I were very it. upset. Oh, they were God. very angry. Jesus, the, it was like that's hilarious. There was, I didn't, I couldn't understand what they were saying. So as far as I know, it might have been like you know how like Yosemite Sam gets mad and he just goes a rats a frets a frets a rats. Yeah, <laughs> like that. I think they were just doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. fine. Rootin' tootin', yeah, all this stuff. Yeah, I like that. That's a good one. Um, anyway, yeah, it's something to think about. Random things happening in a place where people, you know, you know what? where you frequent. It's yeah, fun. Uh, fun. Uh, that's why this, this is a sad version of it, but why they say uh, most of your car accidents happen near your home. Cause, right. Because, yeah, that's where you do the most driving. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why you're supposed to wear your seatbelt, you know, like until you get yep. all the way. Even Don't though you're feeling comfy, because you're like, I know these roads. Yeah, yeah that's where you crash the most. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Hey, I wanted to mention one. Yeah, because okay, so last month we're not going to go over it because we're we're no. doing this. We're doing this record a little early in the month, so there's not a lot out that we've there's even not seen. That much for us to recap, and also mm-hmm. maybe we should never recap them to force people to go watch them or to go listen to them. You know, well, yeah, but to it's go like, listen to our episodes. It was mainly to check in just what I have seen. Like mm-hmm. if like partly it was like a weird way, an indirect challenge of like, did Dan see everything that came out last month that that he was saying he's going to talk about? Because uh, sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, you know, but uh, yeah, it's true. but then uh, there's one thing. Actually, I forgot last month. Oh, you mentioned this. Yes. Yeah. And I just finished season. Well. It's a little show called Last Chance You. Oh on yeah, Netflix. it's a football show, right? So originally it was a football series, and maybe who knows, one day maybe it will be again. Uh, but it shifted to basketball. So there was four seasons of the football show, mm-hmm. uh, reality show, following uh, these like higher end junior colleges uh, sports teams. Um, so the, yeah, there was like one of the best junior college football teams trying to get all these guys to to like D one schools and stuff that they hence. Last, last chance. chance. Yes, yeah. exactly. Cool. So the basketball cool, one. Cool. So now it's basketball. So okay. 
So right before the pandemic, there was, a, or no, it came out. It happened during the pandemic was about to happen, uh, the basketball season. So the season came out, I think like 2021 last year. Yeah. And then this season's was the first season back from COVID. Um, and yeah, man, it was great. It's so good. So mm. I can't, I can't recommend it highly enough. Is Even it, if you're not a basketball a, fan specifically. I was going to so, say how much yeah. of the like off court drama makes up the show? It's, um, I would say like it starts off actually being almost all like a lot of on court related um, stuff, but they're really good about mixing in stories of the players and their backgrounds. Um, A lot of them is usually younger black men. So they're coming from, you know, very humble, humble beginnings. You got to figure the best stories are the ones that are kind of like, well, the underdog stories are why we watch shows like this, right? Yeah, exactly. No. So there's, there's tons of that stuff. And Um, have there been successes coming out of previous seasons? Like any names that you Uh, might recognize from sports? From the football ones, there was a couple. Oh, good for them. That's awesome. Yeah. Like very kind of rare that somebody gets to like a top, top level, like, you know, top 25, uh, college D one team or something like that. Um, but yeah, for the most part, like at least half the team will get, um, scholarships or go on to play in some other thing, you know? So, and is that because they pick, uh, schools to follow that have a success rate of that level or? Yeah, that's part of it too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the better you do in a junior college, even if, uh, obviously you want to be a good player, but it's like, if you're on a really good team, you're going to get more eyeballs on you because the recruiting is going to go to like who finished in the top of the the tournament. There is a hierarchy of junior colleges as well. Of course. Yeah, exactly. And if you're good enough, it's going to be tougher to go to those, but if you're good enough, you'll go to those and you have a more likelihood of going to a D one. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, man. So yeah, it sounds interesting. We should watch that. Watch it. Yep. Yeah. All right, let's get to January. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and let you know what we're going to start watching uh, from the beginning of the year uh, because the first is kind of stacked. I don't know if you noticed, but yeah. people are trying to come out the gate with like real, real stuff. Yeah, I got a, I got quite a few things listed. Um, nothing. Why don't we, why don't we start? Um, let me start with mine, actually, because mine's okay. a little bit easier, breezier. It's a little bouncier. Uh, I'm an, I start my month on the 1st with uh, mm-hmm. Netflix's Kaleidoscope. Dan, have you seen the trailer for this? No, I don't you haven't think seen the so. Tra- really? Oh, I was certain you had seen the trailer mm-hmm. for this, maybe thinking that you left it for me. Uh-huh. Uh, it was originally called Jigsaw, uh, and they changed the, the title to Kaleidoscope. Uh, this is a hmm. Giancarlo Esposito-led uh, show. Uh, it's I call it in my notes, Giancarlo Esposito's mm-hmm. Eleven. Uh, it's basically... Uh, a heist movie like so the mm. the trailer is very like uh oceans 11 the bouncy like piano and like uh percussion oh. sort of jazzy music mm-hmm. a lot of primary colors and uh people introducing themselves and explaining what their specialty is you know yeah explaining uh, uh who's this in the uh in the trailer, uh, Rufus Sewell, Rufus Sewell is talking about how he has the greatest vault in all of the United States. So naturally, huh. John Carlos Esposito and his crew are talking about how they're really good at breaking into vaults, right? Right. Um, but um, and so it's got that bouncy '70s kind of mod style. Yeah. Uh, but uh, about halfway the trailer, uh, you get the added thing that this is actually a revenge story. Uh, uh, Rufus Sewell uh, screwed Giancarlo Esposito over in a bank robbery or in some sort of a robbery, left him, mm-hmm. left him to be caught and got away with the money, 
Mm. And now Sewell's a big rich guy. So Giancarlo's decided to get back at Oh, by wow. stealing from his impenetrable vault. Dan, that's not even the interesting thing about this show. Okay. I'll tell you the interesting thing about this show. Did yeah. you watch Bandersnatch? Yeah. Okay, so that was an interesting experiment that Netflix was doing. Like a Black Mirror thing, right? Yes, yeah. but the interesting thing about Bandersnatch was that it was a choose-your-own-adventure right. style uh, video. Right. Uh, and then do you remember that when... Um, Oh, what's it called? Love, Death, and Robots came out. Yeah. People kind of made a big deal that they were getting different ordered episodes oh. in their um, yeah. in their queue. That sounds familiar. So, Kaleidoscope mm-hmm. by namesake, every episode is named after a color, and only mm. the last one goes last. Everything else can be watched in any order. Wait, every what? Say that again. The last episode goes last. Every other episode can be watched in any order. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Wow. That's an idea, man. That's like, seems so obvious too, but uh, I love that. That's great. You know what it sounds like? Uh, I don't know that this is true. This is a total guess. Yeah. But do you remember how on Lost the episodes were belonged to characters? Yep. And so, like, so, oh, it's a Kate episode. Everybody hates Kate episodes. Yeah. No, that's not true. Kate episodes aren't that bad because we wanted to know what she did. Uh-huh. We eventually found out what she did and we we're like, oh, that was a waste of time. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but so on Lost, each episode would be based on one character and it would be showing what they're doing on the island to help the, or hurt the group to save themselves or to save everybody. And then it would yeah. juxtapose that with what got them on that airplane in the first place mm-hmm. and whatever their life had, like whatever damaged life they had going up into that moment. Yeah. I can see this being very similar, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, where you're saying like they're going to go back and retrace each character's kind of uh, yeah. what led to the uh, the vengeful needs. Like almost to where you can attach the color of the name of the episode to the character that's highlighted in the episode. Right. That's awesome, man. That's right? so cool. That's like so, a guarantee that I'm going to watch this now probably. Kaleidoscope. I was going to watch at least one of them just because Giancarlo. I could watch Giancarlo Subzito do anything. Yeah. I just picked up uh, Far Cry 6, the game. Uh-huh. Uh, I am not a huge fan of games that just give you a giant island with a thousand little <laughs> uh, things on a map and says, go do all of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But the Far Cry games always have a really interesting villain. Mm. Uh, for the last four games or five games, I think, they've mm-hmm. had somebody really fascinating as a villain. Uh, mm. And in this, in Far Cry 6, sure enough, Giancarlo Esposito is playing the villain. I think it's the first time that an actor is one-to-one playing the villain in a Far Cry game. Yeah. Uh, so it's just him. Like, the character looks like him and everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm playing the, the only good thing about that game so far is that I really want to know what's up with that guy. <laughs> He's really, really okay. interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's so, yeah. awesome, dude. Esposito, but- any, anything Gus Fring does, I'm in. Sure. But the thing is, well, you haven't, for one thing, you haven't even seen Breaking Bad. So that's a reason no, to watch it. But I, but I, no, no, I was in. I, you say I haven't seen Breaking Bad. Well, sir, I'm, sir, I, I okay, have seen but, a season and a couple of episodes of Breaking Bad. <laughs> There's five and a half seasons, sir. but still. I know, I know. You know, and you got to see him die. You've probably seen that clip. Eh, I've seen him die a million yeah. times. I've seen him die yeah, yeah. in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, okay. Metastasis. Oh, and then, anyway. the, right, right, the remake thingy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to mention, though, so on IMDb, an interesting thing, it says original title, Kaleidoscope, and the actual title is Jigsaw. 
Hmm. Okay. So maybe it's a well, revert. Maybe they. Maybe you flip that. Or Den of Geeks, as uh, we should mm. always every every upcoming episode, we should give them a shout out. Yeah. Because uh, both of us use Den of Geeks. I use a few, but I was gonna I, say Den of Geeks is my main. Uh huh. Yep. Uh, That's what they listed it. Yeah, they listed it as as Kaleidoscope. Oh, okay. Yeah. Actually, so no. Netflix's website is listing it as Kaleidoscope. Yeah, so that's the thing is I didn't know for sure if IMDb was off. No, yeah, IMDb's off because Netflix.com okay. has it as Kaleidoscope. Yeah, and it's literally coming out uh, from when we record this about two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, yeah, almost exactly two weeks. Comes out on the first. That's cool. But yeah, Good way to start the uh, yeah yeah yeah. It's gonna be. It looks like a fun little ensemble crime drama Sweet. with a couple of fun uh, interesting additions. Nice. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, but you want to take actually? I'll, I was going to give you the next one as well because I'm going to have sure? two after that. Because that one, I'm the only reason I was going to give you that one was because it's it it's very fielder like. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, that's, that's why fine. I thought maybe. Well, I have the next three though. Your... I have the next actually four. Eh, I'll ask you questions. Um, yeah, okay, because this one I don't even I don't even know that much. So oh, this is going to be. Oh, okay. Then you gonna, know what? Then maybe I'll take it because I did yeah. read a little bit about it. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now that everybody's been hyped up appropriately, <laughs> uh, the next uh, television program we're going to talk about doesn't sound like a, um, a program. It sounds mm-hmm. like a, a tax adjuster. <laughs> right. It's called Paul T. Goldman. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's the name of the TV show. Uh, now let us sell you on it a little bit. Uh, first of all, it's uh, being brought, uh, or it's it's created by the director of Borat. To I forgot to pull his name, uh, but it's being Should produced by uh, Seth Rogen, and Evan Goldberg, who have been producing like very popular comedies for a while mm-hmm. now. Right? Yep. Weird uh, stuff off too. the top of my head. What like super bad and uh, preacher, like um, preacher. Yeah, they were doing a lot of TV lately. Actually, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. There's another but one too. But yeah, the, good you, stuff. You get the idea of who Seth Rogen is just from if you watch him for five minutes. You got a pretty good idea of who Seth Rogen is. Yes, uh, yes. and mm-hmm. I and he usually brings good stuff. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this show is. Three levels of reality. Uh, the guy's name, who is, what's, okay, uh, let me pull the guy's name. Jason Walliner. Jason Walliner, uh, director of Borat 2, uh, he read this book by this man, Paul T. Goldman. This book is about how Paul lost his wife, about how his, his, his uh, marriage crumbled. Right. Uh, he then wrote a screenplay about this crumbling marriage and he sent it out to a bajillion people he was like uh-huh. i gotta get this made i need to make this finally got in the hands of uh this gentleman jason walliner and jason reached out to paul and said hey paul i'm fascinated this is one right. of the most fascinating like like it's it's basically the heartfelt like musings of a weirdo right uh yeah and at that time, then, did we know that he wanted to cast himself? No, that, they didn't know that. That's okay. when that that's okay. when that was brought up. Yeah. When he, when Jason said, um, "I want to make this," Paul said, "That's cool as long as I'm in charge and I play myself." Right. <laughs> so crazy. Uh, so and now this guy's a nobody. This guy's like a real oh, nobody. he is. Like, he yeah. is a one hundred percent a person just on the street, like you or I or anyone yep. else. Yeah. He's not in any way, other than the fact that he took it upon himself to write down all his thoughts about his crumbling relationship and right. make it a book. Right. Uh, and this man has also no place writing books. <laughs> um, yeah. 
I forget now what the book what was your, called. They showed it in the trailer. The no, name of the you're book. right. I forget. It had, I think it had like kind of like a pretty like synchronicity. Name. It was like something like that, toxicity or something like icity. Something yeah. to see at the end. Um, yeah, okay, I thought I would have. It says it's, all good. it's specifically Goldman uh, quote says it's his trans, trans personal transformation from wimp to warrior. That's that's what this book is. <laughs> oh, God. Okay? So yeah. w- the show is now. Hold, hang on to your hang on to your butts. Uh-huh. The show is three different levels. The show is telling the story of the book while showing you the story being adapted. So you're seeing the behind the scenes of the movie right? while also you're watching the, not movie, but the show, the actual the completed thing filming. show that yeah. is telling the fictionalized version of the book. Right. So those three stories are being told to you at once, basically. Yeah. This one thing here says the stranger than fiction, true crime docu-series blends fact and fiction similar to, yeah, Borat subsequent movie film. So mm-hmm. the, uh, yeah, because if you remember Borat was like a lot of like these kind of pranks being done, but with yeah. people that were unassuming, not knowing they were in a movie right. most of the time, or even if they did were in a movie, they acted or they found characters that seemed like they were just like out of a movie. They were in a movie, but yet they were created their, in the similar way. Their genuine responses were like successfully cinematic. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. a perfectly way to put it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is this thing looks nuts, dude. This trailer, I didn't even know what was really like. My brain was trying to scramble, descramble everything and mm-hmm. figure it out. It's 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 impossible to tell watching the trailer. Very few scenes is it possible to tell what level of reality they happen in. Right. Like with the exception of scenes that are wildly cartoonish, which are obviously part of the fictionalized world that they're making, scenes that look like they involve behind the scenes stuff, then you go, okay, yeah. that's clearly has to do with production. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, it's impossible to tell what you're looking at at any point of that trailer. Uh, yeah. the, like Dan was saying, uh, this is very much like when Borat had uh, real people on his screen, except now imagine if Borat was the real people. Right. Like like the right. real person is Borat, not Borat is not being played by Ollie G yeah. pretending to be a foreigner. He's just a crazy man going crazy. Yeah, like let's like, say Borat's real. Yeah. Basically. And Borat's yeah. in his own documentary, yet he's also making a thing that, you know, is being made around him. Yeah. It's as him. if Borat yeah. was making Borat. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what it is. We got there, Dan. We got there. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, it's six episodes. It looks like three come out on January 1st. And again, this show seems like a great, like, weird way, dude, to, like, watch this show and Kaleidoscope back to back. You're in for a good time. And everybody's saying, this is in line with Nathan For You. This is in line with, um, what's the other one that I always forget that you love? Uh, uh, I don't know. What? Which one? John Dies at the End? No. No, that was a movie. No, I know. Uh, <laughs> Not Nathan. With, for you, you mean the new John one? something with John, uh, the guy with the camera in New York. Oh, sorry. Yeah, how to with John Wilson. How to yes. with John what Wilson? John Wilson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or th- of course the rehearsal. Yes, which we just probably yep. the closest one to it is the rehearsal. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But really, what you're watching is if you watch behind the scenes of Borat making the movie Borat, a fictional movie, and Borat is real. That's right, this movie is. and this one too is a little more on the nose in that it uh, it's it's you're observe you know what you're observing is not real when the you're doing guy, it in certain situations right. in the thing and then you know? the yeah. guy knows that he's bonkers and is pushing it 
Yeah. He likes being bonkers. He likes everybody yeah. going, dude, you're crazy. Yep. He loves it. Yep. It's gonna be fun. So that's what that is. We're gonna watch. I'm gonna watch Paul T. Goldman at least one episode. Maybe I'll wait till I hear people talk about it and say if it's worth worthwhile or not. Yeah, or I'll probably tell you because this seems right up my oh, alley. Oh, so. I didn't tell you. Yeah. Uh, also, this J- uh, J- uh, Jason. Uh huh. Was that his name? Jason Moliner or something like that. Moliner? Jason Walliner. Walliner. Yeah. Uh, read this book. Ten yeah. years ago, he's been making this movie for ten years. Oh, that's he right. He specifically said it's been in production ten years now. Right, but they probably didn't start doing a lot of the filming of it until they had the budget through this show. Right. To do, but it, I like I to think. imagine that somehow he's pulling like seven-year-old yeah. footage to put in this. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, if there's some yeah. aspect like that, that's great. That's like it reminds me of the room too. There's like some room. Room vibes, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The room? Yeah, the room. Sorry. The room. Yeah. Uh, Not what's room. His name? Room is uh, the other one with the little, yes. <laughs> with the lady and her boy. Yeah, stuck in the room. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's move along here. All right. It's you, but only because I reminded you. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I was so hyped for this, too. So, mm-hmm. Nicholas Winding Refn, one of uh, my favorite directors for his own. Maybe, maybe your current favorite? No, I'm not like, he, he hasn't sustained at the mm-hmm. same level. As what I would have wanted. It takes big swings. Um, it's hard when yes. you swing so big. Exactly. When you yeah. swing so big, you can kind of, I don't want to say sink so low, but you'll just go in a super kind of just very, very a tourish direction yeah. that nobody mm-hmm. really was ready for. Sometimes you're more artsy. Sometimes you're more fartsy. <laughs> exactly. It's true. Yeah. It's true. So you got to find that balance, art and mm-hmm. fart, you know, it's somewhere true. right in the between the A and the F there. And so mm-hmm. with this show, he attempts to do that uh, with Cope. Co- sorry, Copenhagen Cowboy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just Copenhagen heard Cowboy is a cool name for a show. It is. It's very cool. It, and it takes place. It very cool. By, by the way, uh, Mr. Reffin, Nicholas, yeah. uh, if you will. Yeah. Uh, he is very. He knows how to make stuff look cool. No one's gonna. No one's gonna say his movies don't look cool. Right. Makes sense. Different story. Look <laughs> yeah. cool, definitely. Look cool, good vibes, good uh, oh, tone vibes. setting. Sure vibes. Good, good music. Good vibes, rarely. <laughs> Very rarely are the vibes good. Oh, I shouldn't say good in the terms of like <laughs> negative, how wildly it makes you negative feel. often. Yes. Good good vibes in that he's creating well done, a vibe. Yes. A well very, created vibe. Yeah, exactly. Crafted. He's crafting a Definite. vibe. Yeah. And but so, yeah, a lot of times the stories, the stories fall short often. Right. And that's so there's a couple positives here coming out of the last uh, Amazon show. He did uh, Too Old to Die Young, which was mm-hmm. 10 one hour episodes Yikes. that moved at a snail's pace, yet beautiful and amazingly oh, sure. striking stuff. But but like story wise, it was just thin, thin as it is could be, you know. And so this thing seems like a mix. It seems like a really good mix with a Copenhagen Cowboy. It's only six episodes this time. It's on Netflix. And it's going to be, a, a, it seems like a mix of Drive, Only God Forgives, mm-hmm. his Amazon show. Um, yeah. What's the other one? Is there another one in there I'm missing? I think Drive, drive for the for the kind of the base storyline, mm-hmm. uh, Only God Forgives for, Drive was not as like... Uh, uh, like neon-y? It was like yeah, not just neon, neon or kinetic. Right. Like, right. like Drive was a lot more pensive. 
Right. Uh, whereas this looks like it's 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 bouncing around. It's more of a story too. Yeah, like Drive is very much a singular story of one one guy it's, for yeah, the most part. Amusing know? on how this man lives his life. Yeah, exactly. Whereas this looks like yeah, stories of a bunch of people doing a bunch of things. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be an interesting uh, thing. It's going to go back to. I think too a little his origins with the Pusher trilogy, which I don't know mm, if you've yeah. seen that with um. I've never seen it, but uh, the Pusher trilogy reminds me of the very first podcast I listened to. Mm. Uh, it was from a little group called Simply Syndicated that I don't think exists anymore. Yeah, uh, never heard back of it. in the UK, uh, this couple had a show called Movies You Should See. And that's oh, and it was just movies that you should see. <laughs> and she just loved the Pusher trilogy so much that wow. she would bring it up as often as possible. And this good. was like two thousand and what seven, eight? Yeah, maybe even earlier actually than that. Yeah, Drive was two thousand nine, so that okay, had to be so yeah, early two thousand six. So yeah. this is early podcast. This is like yeah. way in the sure. early podcast. Sure. And yeah, so yeah, the the that always reminds me of. Uh, yeah, that's cool, yeah. man. No, that's awesome because it was on my list for a long time as something I had to see. And it was like about, I don't know, six, seven years ago, I finally made a point to see at least the first one just to be like, what is this? And then proceeded to love it and watch the whole uh, trilogy. So um, that has Mads, right? Mads Mikkelsen's in, uh, mm-hmm. in those uh, push like movies. One of, a very good actor. Like I've watched a yeah. lot of stuff with Mads in it. So, so the thing with Nicholas Winding Ruffin too is that he he started off making stuff in, in his Copenhagen. He's a, he's a Danish feller, and so uh, now he's. I mean, he okay. So then he left. He went and made Drive, he, which is an American film. He went and did Only God Forgives, as with uh, an American actor, but it's in Thailand. Uh, did, uh, so and did Only God Forgives? Was mm-hmm. that did it get not as much like? Yeah. It was more uh, artsy. Praise, He's, right? People right. are a little down on it. Very pol- polarizing because it has mm. like very stark violence going on. Um, really amazing, like I was saying, like vibes, vibes wise, like creating a mood and a tension and these kind of things, but very sparse on kind of like story. Very thin on story. Yeah, and, and so, it had his, his favorite goose, the baby one. Yes. That was, well, that was, yeah. So the second film with Ryan Gosling. Oh, mm-hmm. side note. And I've mentioned this too, maybe even in the last episode about Lost River. Um, uh, 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 Baby Goose's first directorial uh, movie. I think he also wrote it too, maybe or co-wrote it. Um, but it's very, if you if you know Nicholas Winding Refn and you go and watch Lost River, it's like a Nicholas Winding Refn like slash David Lynch little brother movie, you know, because it's got a lot of neon it's got the same kind of a, a vibes setting. So, um, yeah, total side note. But, um, yeah. pretty cool, yeah. But this show, definitely Copenhagen Cowboy. I'm going to be all over this for sure. And it's just crazy. I didn't even know about it until like two weeks ago. So, um, and I wouldn't have known about it until I think because I told you, you remembered to remind me yeah. that it was coming out. Yes. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. So luckily, perfect. Uh, there's one thing I did notice when I was doing my research. I do want yeah. to mention uh, there's a little oh. bit of a controversial thing mm-hmm. in that they did uh, something that doesn't really happen that much anymore in the age of digital no. uh, yeah, animals. No way. no way. They killed an animal for a scene in the in the movie. In the you show. said a pig, right? I think a pig. Yeah, pig. they I believe they shot a pig for the show. Uh, people got upset. Of course, don't kill yeah. animals for art when, especially because you can just do it digitally. Yeah, or um, you can fake not, it, like use a fake pig. A million different ways to yeah, do it. You so don't many have things. to do it with a real animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Netflix uh, smartly pulled the scene from the show. Uh, does not. So if you are interested in the show and this 
piece of information uh, puts you off, be aware mm-hmm. that it's not in the show. They've removed right. it completely. But if that's the kind of thing that turns you off to just the show in general, uh, be aware that that is a sucky thing that the show did. Yeah, and that is a very winding refin type of a uh, pushing boundary pushing movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, not every ha- not every boundary should be pushed, but boundary right. pushers push lots of boundaries. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's similar to I feel like uh, like um, it, what comes to mind is one thing is Werner Herzog's movie where. Uh, well, he didn't oh, no, mean to no, kill no. a The human. bear ate the guy. The guy didn't do anything to the bear. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> but there's another movie called Fitzcarraldo oh, where yeah, yeah, yeah. he had all these tribes people for the movie and playing slaves or whatever the heck in the movie. Um, slave laborers died. Like one of them died making mm. that movie. Um, so there's like certain things like this that kind of happen or like risks that are being taken sometimes. Right. Uh, that are just this like was not crazy. that the animal was killed for like to absolutely for the purpose of having a kid. But at the yeah. same time, like, when when safety measures aren't put properly right. in that's place, you know, yeah. that's a whole other thing. But yeah, exactly. But it's just like, yeah, we're, we're it just speaks to this nature of certain directors and what they're willing to do. One last uh, example I'll give is this Hungarian director who uh, made a, a great it's a seven hour film it's an epic thing but there's a scene with a cat where a character is about to, is killing a cat mm-hmm. in a bag and uh, mm-hmm. suffocates it and everybody wondered because the cat seems so real and it's single shot it's a long single right. shot and this almost cat, like impossible to fake it yeah like, it's almost why? impossible yeah so it came to be known that he he drugged the cat to pass out mm. in the midst of the scene kind of timed it timed it right so that the cat just looked dead. He just falls asleep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I get yeah. you. And so, uh, yeah, and it could have died. It could have. It could have died. Yeah, you know? for all like you know, they definitely killed the cat and just yeah. said that story. You know, and oh. they just yo, we totally drugged it. Totally. Um, yeah. I think yeah. when we were talking about this before, uh, my example was uh, the 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 one of the more famous uh, like movies that were banned for being horrible, which is uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Uh, 70s uh, exploitation film that the directors had to prove that the people that they had impaled on posts were just actors. They actually had uh, the actors come in and demonstrate how they pretended to be impaled on posts in Mm -hmm. court just to prove that they hadn't killed people. Uh, But, you know, that movie has gained a cult following. And if you read, like, people watching it nowadays, the thing that everybody has a problem with now is that they kill a bunch of animals in the movie. And, like, that's really the thing that most people have a problem with today. Yeah, and so the the one little side note I was going to mention, I don't think it... I don't know if it was for that movie or... Like I said, it might have been for this other Werner Herzog movie, too, where they did kill a certain amount of animals on screen. But it was like basically they were going through the the, the process the villagers would do to kill an animal and thus ate that animal. Um, oh, okay. So the animal didn't go to waste. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was like an observation mixing of kind of like a documentary uh, and narrative uh, ideas. So the, there's also the most famous the most uh-huh. I didn't just remembered it. The most famous killing of a, lots of animals, which was yeah. when we were taught incorrectly that lemmings run off of hills from that Disney documentary because they chased a bunch of lemmings off a hill and they killed a bunch. Oh, really? Yeah. What was that in? The, the game Lemmings, the uh-huh. like old video yeah. game about the oh. little guys that won't stop. Yeah. That's because of that. 
the, oh. the idea of lemmings being animals oh. that are too stupid to stop at the edge of a cliff yeah. is all lies because the I believe it was Disney uh-huh. who made that documentary. Mm. They did that. That happened because they were like chasing the the lemmings. Oh my god! And they That's chased hilarious. them off a freaking hill. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's amazing. We're yeah. terrible. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> okay. That was a sidebar. Yeah. We're gonna start our uh, animals on film podcast sometime soon. So, yeah. so stay stay tuned. <laughs> Yeah. All right. What do we got next? You're here? next. You're still next. Oh yeah. Okay. So how I caught my killer. Ooh, that's a... the how I met your mother spinoff, right? <laughs> no, that's another. Oh, you don't have that on your list, but you're you're kind of joking. But that show is <laughs> oh, coming yeah, back for yeah. another how, season. How I met your father. How I met yeah. your father is still is going it. for some reason. <laughs> uh, but no, this is how I caught your kill. How I caught my killer. Right. And this involves victims of crimes where I think actually the victim sometimes dies, but in some yes. way. They I think help. they always die. Okay, I was going to say, I think they were pretty sure that they died, and they found a way to help find that mm-hmm. uh, murderer. Like, they contributed now, in the, into the investigation to help catch that person that I killed them. I skimmed over the information, yeah. so maybe you can tell me. Yeah. Does this have to do with, like, how people document so much of their lives now that, like, the information you leave behind is basically, like, a map to your killer? Yeah, that is part of it, I think. Um, the only trailer uh clue they give is like from one case where a lady was writing in her, di- her diary mm, so okay. they're, they're going to use the diary in some way presumably to sure. uh, to Makes find sense. the killer yeah so that old was old school uh police internet. work yeah old school police work yeah oh okay um, that's that's but, some first 48 stuff right there yeah exactly but I, but you're right i'm wondering if there's going to be a certain amount of newer Gotta cases be, right? where like the guy was in the background in the photo sure, of Facebook a snapchat yeah. thing and then yeah. they thought it was a race but now it's the uh, yeah right interesting right so yeah i thought that was an interesting angle on like the true sure. crime stuff because everybody's trying to do everything in this in this uh area so Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was like, oh, this might be good for a couple episodes to check out. It's nine total episodes, so I guess there's a lot of cases to go over. Yeah. Now, now let me ask you something, Dan. Mm-hmm. If I was not that interested in, like, uh, murders, yeah, but instead I had a love for going up, uh, you know, 40 love or something... <laughs> I didn't really get there with that. What would I watch instead, Dan? So back to back on the third. So the how I caught your how I caught my killer is on the January twelfth. Yep. The next day on Netflix is another docu series, but this one completely mm-hmm. different about tennis. This is a, a specifically following um, during four different uh, tournaments. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tennis players involved with like high stress situations going through some like um, I think I'm assuming they're probably just Grand Slam tournaments. Um, which are the four big tournaments in the year. But I think they're just kind of like going through different time periods. It's think, not really yeah, clear to me. I think it might just be following like a year in their careers. Right. Oh, okay. For different people. But I thought I heard too, it was specifically going to focus based on. Based on the tournaments? Like some of the tournaments that, yeah, like where could they be. could really dig in. Because it's uh, it's going to have, um, oh God, I just forget his name. What's what's one of the biggest tennis guys? Uh, uh, commentators? Federer, Nadal, Djokovic. No, go back farther. Oh, Agassi Sampras? And uh, back farther. Farther. Uh, Connors, McEnroe. McEnroe. So McEnroe's uh, a host in this, I believe. Or maybe it's about him, too, specifically. Uh, Maria okay. Sharapova's listed. Andy Roddick. Oh, the, all, of so. our, all of our TV-friendly tennis players. Excellent. 
Yeah. These so, are our best television presenters. Yeah, you know what? So you might be right, actually, in that you're, we follow somebody around for an episode, mm-hmm. but it's like do, during different tournaments or one specific uh, set of tournaments or something as like they, that. As yeah. they approach, this is fun because you haven't actually said this yet, Dan. Okay. As they approach uh, a moment that might be the name of the show. Oh, did I not say that? Oh, yeah, break point. That. The break point. The break point. Double meaning. Yeah. Because in tennis, it could mean the break point is the point where you are not serving, but you might win uh, the game. Right. The game being a smaller part of the set, which is also a smaller part oh, of the Oh, you're match. right. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. That's a very specific note if you But know. also a breaking point of stress. Exactly. Right. 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 So, yeah. So, this, uh, this uh, I thought might be interesting. I, we haven't really seen... Yeah. Oh, you know what? There is a trailer on. I, I was trying to find a trailer. I and I don't thought think that I the trailer looked a little bit um, typical, generic, oh, generic, perfect. typical. Yeah, yeah, t- yeah, yeah. typical. Okay. I that was okay. the only thing I worried about. And totally th- that, could be. the only thing that that and the only thing that that changes is how good the package is in how the information is delivered. The truth is, right. it's the same. It's the same information that you're getting from these players. You're getting like how they felt and 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 what yeah. was happening in the moment. Yeah. So all you're really getting is how well the package is delivered. If you're uh-huh. interested in this stuff, it's interesting. Oh, it does say the producers of Formula One Drive to Survive is okay. is doing it. So that's a good sign. A popular show. Yeah, because they really know what they're doing with that uh, Drive okay. to Survive. So we'll see. That's we'll one point see. for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was when. That was January thirteenth. Okay. Uh, and then the go next ahead. You thing you do... have, so I'm going to go on the 15th day. Yeah. Yep. Got something for the 15th. This is my big one for the month. I usually have one that I do a little bit more, uh-huh. uh, research for, and it's not a big surprise that the big video game adaptation, probably going to be a, of the year, right. uh, is what HBO is setting up to be its new tentpole, which, yeah. Uh, is interesting in a tumultuous time for HBO when they're not sure what they're going to mm-hmm. come out of this discovery merger with intact. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time that we're seeing uh, uh, major shows being taken off of streamers to with nowhere to go. Right. Like the, their crazy. original content being taken off and just shelved. Dude, that uh, thing about Westworld, I couldn't yeah. believe that. I was just like, crazy. this is insane it's, that you, you're not going to be able to watch Westworld anywhere anymore. You, those people will never again be paid for that work is right. what's really happening. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe it'll get sold to somebody else at some point for some kind of I don't money. I so. But I it doesn't. so. Yeah, it just I doesn't seem. I don't think that show. I think that's the last you ever crazy. saw Westworld. That's it's so very crazy. strange. Yeah. Uh, so I'm trusting the HBO because uh, Pedro Pascal and, to a lesser extent, Anna Torv are, are going to be in uh, the video game adaptation of The Last of Us. Uh, yes. That's a... Uh, I'll go ahead and I'll call it a zombie apocalypse uh, show. Post-apocalyptic. It is a post apocalyptic yeah. Uh, or currently apocalyptic. Let's call it current. Yeah, currently apocalyptic <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, about fungus zombies, which look very cool because fungus grows in a real messed up looking way. Mm-hmm. Uh, fungus zombies. Uh, but of course, as uh, these things go, the true monster is man itself uh, in its uh, selfish and destructive ways. A la uh, the road. Yes, Walking very much, Dead. very much the road. Uh, before mm-hmm. you go into like The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. very much the road. In that, yep, uh, it is very much a story about parents, 
about being a parent in the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Uh, the I would recommend if you are not a video game player. I recommend that if you play video games, go play the first Raising my twenty hand. minutes. Yep. Go play the if you do not play video games. If mm-hmm. you do play video games, go play the first twenty minutes of um. What's it called? The Last of Us Remastered, because it has been remastered. Might as well play it in its nice, fancy, shiny right. format. Or give it a couple months, and we'll get the actual remake of it, fully remade, that's coming out. <laughs> right. Uh, th- perfectly in line with this show, because I'm guessing this Wait, is Wait, how do you remake well. a game? You're remaking From a game? From the bottom up, you build it with a Whoa. different engine. Oh, There's new, okay. new video game engines have been developed since whenever oh. that game came out. You okay. just It's like... Imagine uh, like a new if every couple years there was like a new OS and just new all the new computers were built up on new OSs. Okay, so everything looks a little bit different, but But everything looks different and like runs smoother or whatever. Like that's what you mean, right? Yeah, the functionality. So like uh, movie, the the Crisis Engine is one of the like big engines that video games use for. Is it the Crisis one that's the? Anyways, yeah. Uh, one of those video games engines is the one that they're now using for most uh, movie special effects. Mm. So mm-hmm. that's so that's the engine. the mm. The build that makes the world run and move and look the way it looks is the yeah. engine, and then other people write, produce content to wrap around that engine. Right. Okay. Uh, Cool. So, uh, anyways, go play the first. <laughs> long story short, play the first ten, ten to twenty. What about just watching like a playthrough? Like I don't know if, if people you don't know. Play, yeah. Go watch it on YouTube. Yeah. You can watch the first ten to twenty. It's a straight up movie. It's yeah. it's a gut punch. It's it'll put you in the mindset of a guy who is not that great. He's he is a, he is the good guy. He's just not that good. He's got to get this girl. From A to B, and in between mm-hmm. are nothing but dangers and zombies and humans want to kill them. Right. That's, that's That's the story. So that's what's interesting to me as not a game player and just roughly seeing uh, seeing the game being played a little bit uh, secondhand um, is the ability for them to have Pedro Pascal play this guy, uh, the main guy, as mm-hmm. having a, you know some kind of a um, not completely just moralistic center. You know, yeah. I'm curious how they handle that. Yeah, it should be, be interesting. interesting. I, I, I'm, I never think that they're gonna pull off yeah, right, uh, an right. actual bad guy as a mm. good guy. Mm-hmm. And even the times that they have accomplished it, I don't like him. <laughs> right. Right. So for the, I'm gonna go ahead and guess this guy's gonna be much gooder than you think, you know? Right. Like he's not really yeah. gonna be that bad. Sure. Okay. Okay. So maybe they'll but, make it work within that new framework, mm-hmm. you know? And and I do. I've done a little bit. Uh, first of all, it's the largest TV production in Canadian history. Uh, there's never been anything any television production ever bigger in Canada. Wow. wow. Uh, I think it's like 480 million dollars or something like that. Okay. Um, the uh. Pedro Pascal watched uh, his nephew play the game because he's bad at video games. He said, I really want to play it, but I cannot play. Uh So I watched my nephew play it. He was like, "Uh, that's amazing. I've never, this story is awesome. Yeah. Uh, But I don't want to do exactly what that is. I'm not going to copy. Troy Baker, probably the biggest name in video game voice acting, mm-hmm. um, is the voice of the main character. And he said, I'm not going to do what Troy does. Mm. That dude does what he does perfectly. I'm going to do what I do. Okay. But it's still going to be the same story. Uh, same for the girl. 
she's for her girl the girl is portrayed by ashley johnson a voice actress i love and is amazing and wonderful she was also Uh on the show oh what was that show uh the one about the lady in times square that's covered in tattoos in a bag do you remember that oh yeah she's on that show too dang Uh, and she's on a show where she plays a or, or, or she's on a show where she plays Dungeons and Dragons, and on that show, oh. on the other show, she name drops her Dungeons and Dragons characters. Pretty, it's pretty oh, funny. That's funny. That's very insidery. Um, and both of them are gonna be in this show as well. Now, was it Troy Nos- Baker and Ashley Johnson are in The Last of Us, the TV show? I think I pulled it. Nos for A two was it? Nos for A two? No, it wasn't. Wasn't no, it? No, 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 I thought that was the character, right? No, Nos for A two was the vampire with what's his name? Yeah, but with I Spock. thought that was a character that came no, 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 about. No. In I want to say it was called the Blind Side or something like that, Blind Spot or something like that. Oh, it was completely different. Oh, I don't know why the vibes. Th- yeah. I thought was like. Similar. I think it was like a. It was like a Super Bowl. Uh, a Super Bowl commercial that was like one of those that really tries to get you. Yeah. Where it's like this hot lady. Uh, she's like in a zip in a in a duffel bag and yeah. she like gets out and she's 100% covered in tattoos and then she as she gets out you realize she's just in the middle of Times Square like in the street oh okay that's different okay there's something similar to that to the Nosferatu thing but yeah that sounds completely different okay interesting oh so here's my note on uh, The Last of Us is the mm-hmm. so the showrunner is the guy who also show ran uh, Chernobyl which was a oh, great yeah. HBO show it was really Dude, really people great. still talk about that show yeah yeah, it was five episodes back in 2019, uh, miniseries thing. So, um, yeah, if it, if that guy can keep it as coherent as that show was, and like mm-hmm. just very, very like, um, how do you say it? Like, uh, just like mundane, but also like impactful without having too much fluff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like all just straight, straight meat. You know, like nothing, mm-hmm. nothing outside of what we need to tell the story. You know, so hopefully it's so. That. Check out the check out the if you have ten minutes to spare. Check out those the first the beginning of the game. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it all takes the first the very beginning of the game takes place as shit's popping off. Right, and it's cool. um, the majority of the game, the vast vast majority of the game, takes place long after. So yeah, get ready. Okay, yeah, it looks like it's gonna be ten episodes. Typical yeah. kind of modern uh, season, like a Game of Thrones or whatever. Yeah, cool. It's going to be, it'll be surprising if I don't finish this show. Okay, good. Yeah, especially yeah. I think the only thing is, it, and I don't see us not doing this as an episode for our yeah. podcast. So, Oh, uh, Yanni is a huge fan of this game. I, right, I actually haven't played right. the game. I've seen a lot of it and I've played yeah. like a handful of it, but I haven't gotten sure. that deep into it. Uh, sure. Yanni is a huge fan of this game. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have to see if he if he gets involved. He's one of these weird guys though that kind of has like an he doesn't like to mix his uh, mediums in terms of uh, you know if I like this thing or like I don't know. He he's just very right. kind of a has interesting well, takes. On you that stuff, everybody so. listening, do not tell Yanni that Dan <laughs> described him as one of these weird guys. Okay, <laughs> yeah. nobody tell Yanni that that is what Dan said about him. Yeah, uh, don't do that. He's on the, social media everywhere. I mentioned that Anna Torv is in it. Uh, I no mm-hmm. one remembers Anna Torv. I love mm-hmm. her because she was the female lead of um, uh, uh, Fringe. Which I saw oh, all of and absolutely that. loved. She annoyed but, uh, me she, so bad. She's also she's the so woman from. Uh, she's also the woman from. Uh, 
She's the lesbian uh, uh, investigator on Mindhunter. Oh yeah, She's that's the right. Woman who gives them their their that's right legitimacy. Cool. Uh, the show's also got Nick Offerman in a pretty meaty uh, piece, I think. Right. Uh, nice. Melanie Linsky snuck in there. My girl sneaks in there as well. Yeah. So you know, there's people you like. They're in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be good. It'll be interesting for sure. All right. Uh, fingers crossed on that one, guys. What's next? Yeah. All right. Oh, so I'm gonna, um, uh-huh. oh, no. Yeah, it's you. Sorry. Yeah. I'm going to tag team a few January 15th. Other shows. The same, oh, same Sunday. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, wait. Why does this say Friday? One says Friday. One says Sunday. I don't know. Whatever day of the week. I think the, the 15th, 15th is a Sunday. Is. I'm almost positive because Friday is the 13th. 13th. Yeah. Oh, scary. Nice. Scary. Didn't realize. Okay. So on Sunday the 15th, two other shows returning for second seasons is uh, Mayor of Kingstown on Paramount Plus, which is a Raul prison show. What's his name? Yeah, but what's the oh oh what's uh, our boy? What's his name? Tyler Sheridan. Close Taylor. Taylor yes. Sheridan. Yes, yeah. So he's uh he can't we can't go a month without talking about this dude can't. lately, and uh, with good reason because it's really good shit. I'm not even mad about it. Yeah, Mayor of Kingstown though is the one that's very dark. It's like very. Mm. It's like hard. It's kind of hard. It's the hardest one for me to watch in that it pushes the boundaries of just like intensity in terms of like the prison stuff and some of the violence. They had this this riot last season that the, that's the way the season ended, and it was one of the most intense like real seemingly real things I've ever seen mm. uh, conducted with just like so many prisoners. Just seeming so real and authentic and and uh, scary. So, um, yeah, I'm curious uh, for a second season. It's supposedly they're saying it's like uh, this is like the nothing compared to where it's yeah. gonna go or whatever the hell. So okay, we'll see. We'll see. Well, so far the man can't miss. He's like a sharpshooter. So yeah, uh, yeah. If you're into the Sheridan verse, yeah, some more. Yep. Uh, yeah, and this is more modern. This is probably arguably the most modern thing he 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 does. Obviously, the all the most other stuffs westerns. Yellowstone. Yeah, even though that's not true, because Yellowstone, even though it it harkens to a past in in a lot of ways, and it flashbacks to a past, it references the past. So that's what I'm saying when I when I say that this is the most uh, current type of show it takes place in in current day. And kind of about uh, more current problems and things. Mm-hmm. So, um, the other show on the fifteenth over on Showtime is Your Honor. Is with, that the one yeah. with what's his name, the dude from uh, Third Rock? No, this is Breaking Bad guy. Oh, right, Brian Cranston. Yeah, this is Brian Cranston's second season playing this judge uh, in. Uh, oh, hold on, uh, New Orleans. He's in New Orleans, so it's a cool setting. Actually, like it played a, a pretty cool part. I feel like as a backdrop um, for the first season, which I really enjoyed quite a bit. And so, basically, this guy who's a completely on the up and up judge, mm. morally completely centered and everything, and then his mm. son accidentally kills someone with his car yeah. manslaughter. Hulk Hogan's like Hulk Hogan's son was that what that dude did? <laughs> Is that right? Something like that? Yeah, that or does Ozzy's familiar. kid too, right? Ozzy's kid too. What and they what did they do? They covered for him or something? Is that nah, what you're saying? Didn't or they did something. Oh, they didn't right. They didn't, right. They didn't suffer any consequences. Oh yeah. I'd have to look more into that, but it sounds similar. Yes. Where like but this guy obviously has his fingers on the uh scales of justice in uh, mm-hmm. many ways. And so there's like a lot of like trying to get this witness not to testify and this guy, you know, and planting certain kind of evidence. coercion? Coercion to the <gasps> max. Yeah. Gasp. 
Yeah, because he's just doing it for his son. He's trying to help his son out. His son, sure, uh, his but, son didn't mean to do the thing. Sure, his son's but, not a bad person. But sure, but somebody's dead. Somebody died because of him. Yes, he did do it. Yes. And it's that dude's job to make sure that people suffer the consequences of their actions. It's his literal job. Yes, exactly. So right. there's a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of moralistic uh, questions going on. Sure. It's fun. Yeah, it's a fun show. This will be the final season too for sure. Because uh, it's a fun show. It's fun for what they're doing. Okay. What they're doing All in right. terms of like I'll take your word the, for it. In terms of like the Breaking Bad idea of like trying to get away with something that's not a good. You know, he's not a good person necessarily. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a lot of like issues and things. Is but he it's the like, man who knocks? <laughs> yeah, but my, no hat. Because he's got he hair. He knocks with his gavel. He, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There bang, go. bang, bang. There you go. Yes. I am the gavel Absolutely. who bangs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's... Yeah. Um, I, Brian Cranston is uh, infinitely watchable, so I can see why this could be this could be entertaining. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, buddy. What you got next? Uh, I just want a little toss off uh, that 90s show. Oh, yeah. Uh, attempt number three. Uh, I guess that 70s show is a success. That 80s show is a failure. So that 90s show is uh, is, a, is dipping back into the well. This epi- this show is bringing back all seven, I'm going to say, of the uh-huh. original cast members, right? Is that mm. what we're talking? Seven, No, right? no, 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 no. Five no. kids and two, two parents? Okay. Well, it was my understanding, just from the trailer, I happened to see this trailer. I don't care about this show. I never saw this show. I didn't, yeah, I I didn't like it. Show. But I know it had a big following. But I only saw the grandparents. Oh, no, the they're all in it. They're all in it. Really? For yeah, like yeah, the yeah. whole run? Or you mean just oh, like popping no. up as Probably like... just one episode. Oh, okay. But, okay. Uh, but Topher, Wilmer, Lara, Mila, and you know Ashton, they're all coming back. They're Jesus. all popping in for at least one app. They're going to wow. be like, okay. these cool. are our kids now. Uh, mm-hmm. Actual successful actors, please take care of them. Kurtwood Smith and Deborah Jo Rupp. You guys can you guys could could carry the show from here. You're right. I'm looking at the uh, IMDb and it lists like all the main kids and everybody ten episodes and then yeah Mila Ashton Topher Wilmer. Do you like Do you like uh, Kurtwood Smith yelling at kids? Deborah Jo Rupp being sweet and cute and a little too sassy at them, and then uh, Kurtwood Smith getting mad at her but still loving her. That's pretty much what you're getting. Yeah, that's yeah. There's no surprises here. This is like nope. harkening back to original uh, uh, sitcom days and like what? four camera stuff. Yeah. Is this crazy? Yeah. What if they just take the kids away and we just watch uh, Kurtwood and Deborah run around fucking around? That yeah. sounds like fun. I yeah. want to see them just dicking around. Yeah, I like right? that. I like that old dude. Yeah. Like him being grumpy, but like out in the world and like her being like, oh, stop it. You right. know, like that's just like, like shopping. I want to see that. Like going to the grocery store. You're like, yeah, yeah. go to yeah. the movies. Yeah, that'd be fun. Hey, fuck these kids. I, I know. don't care about these kids. That's really you're you're onto something because like when I was watching yeah. the and I don't like the like I said I don't know the original show whatever I'm not a fan but those two like I would watch those two I would want to yeah. watch and they're only gonna be in like five minutes of probably each you know or maybe ten minutes mm-hmm. of each episode you know mm-hmm. the uh, the truth is uh, the shows are made things things are made for the youth and that's why they're not getting their own show. Right. Oh, wait, who's not getting there? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, That's why totally. everything is made for young yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> so similar to the way the sequels to whatever the hell, like a lot of these shows are doing that same thing. Uh, mm-hmm. What do we say? How earlier? come we're not getting a Gomez? How come it's not called Gomez? How come it's called Wednesday? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not Gomez, but the uh, what's the brother's name? 
Oh, I guess. Oh, Punk Fester? Fe- no, but the best. No, no, no. Uncle Fest- Fester. That's Uncle Fester. But Wednesday's well, Wednesday has is, a oh, brother. Pugsley, you mean. Pugsley. 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 I want to. What did you call show. him? Ugly. Pug Fugly? I thought it was trying to come up. <laughs> I, I knew you was something funny. I knew you said something funny. <laughs> I couldn't. I was thinking of the dog, but it was. I said right, it wrong. So yeah. Wednesday and her brother Fugly. Yeah. Uh, what's next? I think you're up? Yeah. The same yeah, day. go for it. 19th, same day, over on Hulu, huh? Web of Death. You you got a little uh, true crimey to this, this yeah, month, dude. huh? Yeah, dude. Like yeah. Some of them. I saw this they, too. Yeah. I, I got to look it up real quick because I'm not this even- is a, Internet-y uh, uh, detective vocity. This I was having trouble even finding. Like it's like it's yeah. something about shows that are coming out. Yeah, this is like coming out in one month, and there's barely anything on mm-hmm. it. So I'm not positive. Like yeah, like there's no trailer for this. Um, but here, here we go. This is the IMDb uh, logline. Online bloodhounds use their fingerprints, DNA databases, and awesome power of social media to solve the most gruesome, mysterious, and bizarre murders. So this seems to me to be a um, cat. Uh, what's that yeah. show called? Cats. You got it. Um, don't fuck with cats. Don't fuck with cats. Yeah, exactly. And that if you've seen that show, that's amazing, dude. Like I love mm-hmm. this idea. I've seen a lot so of these, these are bites of that. Yeah. Like like this is a serialized version of that. Yeah, like doc series where not serialized. I'm sorry, the other one. Yeah, the uh, uh, anthology. Yes. Where they, yeah, they're they're people are just doing their whatever obsessive stuff online and coming together as a community to solve mm-hmm. a bigger thing. This happened too with um, there was one other one. Uh, this oh. is an easy uh, show to write. Go to Reddit. And there's a million subreddits that are just like ideas like this, like yeah. times that the internet solved crime subreddit. And you right. can go read one million stories like this. Yeah, like the um, I think this it was a smart idea to make a show of. Absolutely, yeah. I'm trying to think of the show. I think it's the Keepers about the. Uh, oh yeah, remember that the um the oh, nun the keeper, and the Keepers is a crazier story like that they don't even get into there. There's right. like FBI involvement and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, all kinds of crazy stuff that went yeah. down with the murder of this uh, this nun lady, and uh, a lot of the people that are directly, I think, involved with the story are the ones who are trying to keep it alive and keep it because they still didn't find the uh, the killer. So yeah, there's a lot of craziness out there. Six episodes, Hulu. It should be fun. I think it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. But just like anything, it depends how much the uh, you know. The, the way they craft this because the presentation was yeah. very is very important yeah exactly so they might not pull that off we shall see we'll see yeah okay what you're up next okay what do we got extraordinary what is this this one i don't think i know extra ordinary so ordinary is what's regular when you say extraordinary <laughs> what you talking about okay so oh yeah you're gonna love this premise dude so this is an interesting one from uh it's a um I don't know if it takes place in Britain, but the main girl is British, so I'm pretty sure it's actually a British show on Hulu, mm-hmm. um, where basically this young woman, she's like a in like an office type job or whatever. Everybody in her in her life, uh, or no, everybody in the world, I should say, I think it's said, is that has superpowers except for her. Ha. So she's the only one, yeah, looking around like, hey, why don't mm-hmm. I? Why am I not special? You know that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, uh, IMDb says it's about Jen, a young self-aware woman who lives in a world where everyone has a superpower except for her. So I thought this was an interesting uh, uh, premise for a show. Yeah, it's uh, it's very well just from a launching point. Definitely yeah. not story-wise. Uh, there's a very very popular. 
kids, uh, young, uh, older kids' anime called uh-huh. My Hero Academia. Oh, that is I've heard of it. all about a, the, the world full of everybody has superpowers and the school where all the kids that are going to grow up to be superheroes go to. And yeah. the little boy who was born with no powers uh, okay. still wants to be a superhero. Right. Right. Yeah. So it I thought similar. This, yeah. That's funny because I've never heard of uh, something like quite in this vein, but I like the way they're playing it for um, mm-hmm. comedy. It's going to be uh, purely, yeah. purely a, a comedy show. Uh, well, the, the idea being that when having extraordinary superpowers is regular, not having them is technically extraordinary. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Like she's the extraordinary one. And yeah. somehow I think she's going to come to, uh, you know, appreciate her her yeah. non-abilities as an ability. I bet you, I bet you some life lessons are going to be learned. <laughs> yep. I bet you some people are going to grow as people. Yep, absolutely. All yeah, right. So I would check it out. Fun. I, would, I, would, I would at least check out the trailer. Yeah, the trailer for sure. And then they're probably, yeah, it looks like 25-minute episodes, only eight of them. So we'll see. Well, on day the next, um, we've each got a show. Uh, I oh, you got Oh, let me guess. Following. Can I guess? Yeah, sure. Your show is about, is something related to Lady Gaga. Am I wrong? Nope. Oh, f- oh wait, you're right. <laughs> Damn it. Am I really? No way. Yeah, it takes me a second. Oh. It's got nothing to do with Sorry. Lady Gaga. Oh, what okay. it has to do with is Natasha Lyonne, but it's named after a song. It's not named after the song. It's named oh. the same as a song by okay. Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah. Pa-pa-pa poker Face. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. Poker Face uh-huh. um, is a Peacock original series starring Natasha Lyonne, who you know I love. Yes. I love Natasha Lyonne. Yeah, she's great. Um, she has been recently, we've been watching her over in Russian Doll for yeah. a couple of seasons being pretty great. Uh, now she's doing this as a show Ryan Johnson has created, Dan. Dan, oh. Ryan Johnson made a show. Wow. Uh, this is a, this is a, oh, um, wow. an incredible cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a type of show called, uh, How Catch Em. Wait. <laughs> yeah, it's Wait. called, a. Uh, how catch them? <laughs> How catch them? It's basically uh-huh. an inverted detective story. It's a story where they show you the crime at the beginning, and then they show you how the detective gets to figuring out mm. what the crime is. But you're mm. not wondering what the... You know everything from the beginning. Right. It's all about watching her do it, not about who done it. Get right, it? right, yeah. So say it again. Um, What's it called? What is it called? What is uh, it? How catch him? <laughs> yeah, or or an That's inverted funny. detective story. The more right. normal way to say it, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, they. I was. I was. I was uh, confused maybe by the by the idea at first. So I looked into yeah. it, and the one of the examples that they give is Luther. If you watch Luther, the, it's never a mystery. Half the right. show, right. you're following the killer. Right. Exactly. Like you're seeing what he's doing yep. and stuff, even though Luther isn't watching what the killer's doing, you're fully yeah. aware. Where, it's, where it's when they're going to meet in the middle. The intersections. It's gonna win Their the intersections intersection. are the scariest, yeah. especially yeah. when you've been watching the other car coming about to smash into him. You know, right. like right. you've been watching the killer line up his shot as Luther is inadvertently walking right into it. Right. And like, and that is that is thrilling. That is really really good television. Right. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I will tell you one thing. I don't love the trailer for this show. Mm, interesting. Um, okay. I thought that the trailers got a couple of weak jokes. 
highlighted. Mm. This is not that's a bad sign sure, you know when sure. that's the thing that you thought you could hang your trailer on right was like an awkward joke right uh it was rough but let me rattle off some names at you natasha leone of course joseph Go- joseph gordon levitt benjamin bratt adrian uh, brody dasha palenko lil rel chloe sevigny tim meadows uh ron wow. perlman nick nolte and tim blake nelson among other people who oh. maybe you recognize but i do not Holy shit. Yeah, I'm looking at the trailer, dude. I'm seeing a lot of familiar faces. And uh-huh. so what I'm seeing from uh, IMDb, one of the descriptors is saying that each episode she solves different cases. Oh, that's right. It's right? also, yeah, uh, yeah. not uh, so not anthology, serial. not serialized, oh. procedural. That's it, procedural. procedural right? It's a procedural, oh, cool, which cool. we need more good procedurals. Yeah. Yeah. They're all law and orders. Yeah. Those are lazy. Yeah. They're very well made. They're not lazy. That's not true. They're simple. Right. Yep, yep. So that yeah, that's this is filling a gap. It's kind of going mm-hmm. back, filling a gap in a new, fresh way, which is a very Rian Johnson way of I uh, hope so. doing things. I, I apologize for calling him Ryan. Uh, <laughs> the uh, I almost feel like Three Pines could have been this, right? Right. You know? Yeah. And in a the way, it kind of I is. Found, if you well, think of it, I think it's an unsuccessful know? version right. of this. Maybe. Right. Speaking of that, okay. since you mentioned it, Three Pines uh, episodes three and four. Mm-hmm. Ooh, tough. No, yeah, tough. But I might. Yeah. I think I might still. You're gonna I push. Think, there's only four left, so I'm just like, ah, we'll see. The completionist, we'll see. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Because it's coherent, and I like freaking Alfred. It gave me some more God, Alfred. Ah, he's so good. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. All right. What else we got? All right, here? you're up. Hold on. Let's see here. Hold, hold the phone real fast. Uh, I happen to be holding a phone in my hand. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, just uh, put that phone down and just let yeah, it I put sit it down. there for a minute. I will. Sorry. I'm behind the eight ball over here. I could have kept the phone. I could have just <laughs> kept holding it so that I could jabber on about holding the phone while you look up whatever it is you're looking Do up. Do you know that thing while you're you're on the phone and somebody tells you to wait a second and then all of a uh-huh. sudden you start singing like the waiting music? Oh, or like the Jeopardy song. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's okay when you're on the phone because there's only two people. <laughs> you have to remember that the concept is that there are people listening to this. I know, but you singing, the, the idea of you <laughs> singing a song on the spot is entertaining. Uh-huh. That's a very entertaining uh, okay. thing. Okay. If I had to. Uh, is, oh, especially if, if you're referencing a movie. There's a movie that does this. Oh, no. The first song that came to my okay. head as a hold music was If You Leave Me Now. Da, 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 oh, okay. da, da, better part of me. That's a real song, though. You didn't have yeah, to sing a real song. You could sing your own song. You know what oh. I'm saying? Oh, like make one up? Yeah, like in Cable yeah, Guy. I get paid for that, bro. <laughs> no. I, do you, you recall? want me to just write you a song? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. I but got like, royalties for that. So, so in, in Cable Guy, Jim Carrey. I don't know if you remember. He's like uh, he tells Math, Matthew uh, Matthew Perry, Matthew Broderick. Yes. Uh, he's like, oh, I have call. He's like, boop, call wait. Oh, he's like, oh, I got a call. Uh, that's call waiting. You know, let me put uh-huh. you on hold. And then he sings the little like. Oh yes, yes, yes! Yeah. I forgot about yeah, that. yeah. So, it's like a little like yeah, a little lullaby. Anyway, all right, here we go. Killing County. Hey, I f- searched for Killing Country for a while until I realized <laughs> I had it misspelled. Same idea, just more uh, about a singular town. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see here. Okay, Hulu, January twenty sixth. 
Um, Killing County is about a big city with the soul of a small town in the depths of California after a terrible shooting in a hotel makes this certain family called the the Ramirez family question everything about their city, which is Bakersfield, which is an armpit place. Not that far from here. And it's, yeah. That was part of it, is that I've been through Bakersfield, so I was like, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. this might be... I don't think I've ever stopped within Bakersfield, but I have driven through Bakersfield. Right, yeah. If you recall, well, you won't recall really, but um, the show Baskets takes place in Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds right. Very that depressing. Fits. Yeah. And it's uh, this looks like three episodes doc series, I think. Yep, doc docu- series. Docu-series. Docu-series, yes. yep. And uh, no trailer on this, nothing. So now I'm curious. If I wanted to watch this, do I yeah. have to take a knee? Wait. This Wait. is produced by Colin Kaepernick. If you didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. Randomly, oh, okay. Cool. This okay. Is produced by Colin Kaepernick. Interesting. Okay, so it's yeah. going to be very. We can tell that actually answers. Um, I mean, I could already tell this show was going to be something about you know like. Um, Cops, maybe something related mm-hmm. to the police, potentially some, some race relation problems. Yeah, maybe. sure. Yeah, something related to uh, uh, um, you know some minority groups or somebody having issues with something, getting something I'm, solved, uh, something like I'm that. I'm seeing a lot more online um, videos of people's uh, interactions with cops. Oh, okay. Uh, like not just like, oh my god, did you see this happen? But right. like. People just straight up documenting everything yeah. that they have, that like every interaction with cops. Yeah. And then on top of that, people taking that stuff and starting mm. to build like stories around like mm. what's happening with cops and stuff. Mm. This stuff is getting, is going to start to like really flourish, I think, this type of documentary. Yeah. Yeah. If we're right, like I don't really know for sure what this is even. Oh, okay. Uh, That's true. We didn't have a lot of information. But beforehand. the fact that it says killing county kind of lends itself to being like maybe there's some bigger issues in this town. This other is a than county the where maybe the cops do the killing. Well, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I'm just saying. Maybe. I don't. Yeah. I don't have that no idea. That could also be a really cool 80s horror action movie. Right. Right. You but know, at the same time, this in, the, is, in the vein of like Dr. Giggles or like. Some other movie where some other profession instead murders. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Giggles, killer cop movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's just not a lot on this one. So I just threw it out there because I thought the premise was interesting. It's only three yep. episodes. Um, and I threw yeah. Colin Kaepernick's Be- name in there for no reason. No, that's... He really is a producer. Good. I'm not... I didn't just make that up. He's not going to just produce like some random stuff, no. you know, like he has, he has social justice. He has like justice millions of dollars in his pocket. Yes, and he just yep. wants to play football, but no more football, so Nobody we'll produce wants, docs. No one wants to let him. All right, fine. He's too yucky. Anyways, <laughs> oh, uh, I've only got one show left on my list, Dan. That comes okay. to the next day. Is it the very next day? The uh, very yes, next yes, it is. Day. It's about, uh, oh, what's that? Uh, so uh, the world is difficult to live in now. And so resources are, are falling off. And if we can somehow miniaturize humans and make them live no. in tiny houses. Incorrect. they eat less food. The farming will be Is not that? Of, no. Is that not? What is that? What am I talking about? That's downsizing. Down, damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I thought similarly. I thought similarly this when I read the title. This is called shrinking. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's in reference to a shrink. Yes. Got it. Okay. Yes. This is the story of Jason Segel. <laughs> uh, he is a uh, 
a therapist or maybe a psychiatrist mm -hmm. in mourning. He has lost his wife uh, oh, and uh, has decided to screw it. I'm just going to tell these my patients exactly what I think from like a subjective level instead of like an objective me medical level. Mm -hmm. And I don't care what happens. And then stuff starts happening. It sounds Good like stuff, the office. Bad stuff. I mean, uh, not the office. Uh, office space uh, mentality mm, a little yeah, bit, right? I can see that. Sure. Yeah. 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 Fuck, Guy changes like his point saying, of view. Screw it. I'm just gonna do whatever I want, mm -hmm. but with people's brains instead of with office space's money. Right. And then hopefully actually doing it for the greater good, not just for well, selfish reasons. If I had to guess, I'm going to go ahead and say that we're going to probably get a mixed bag of results. Yeah. That's that really going to keep the story right, going. Right. But I know for a fact that Harrison Ford is going to be real disappointed in him. He's going to be <laughs> like, Jason Siegel, mm -hmm. that's not how you're supposed to shrink. Yes, that's true. <laughs> mm -hmm. He's going to be mad. But you, and you know what? Harrison Ford disappointed in you. That's some that's some nuclear level disappointment right there. But could it those be eyebrows come real low? It could be though that Harrison Ford's mad at Jason Siegel's uh, uh, penis. Um, oh no! It, it very much could be about the shrinking has nature. He seen, has he seen forgetting no. Sarah Marshall? Nope. nope, he never saw it. Oh, and wow. so he has no clue what's going on. You know what? He should see it. It's pretty good. It's pretty <laughs> it good. I, I got to see it again. As, is it a romantic comedy? Would you would you consider yeah. that just a comedy uh, or a romantic comedy? That's a good point. It's more than a romantic comedy. It's not fair to call it that. It's not fair to I would, I that. would agree. Yeah. I'd probably agree. Yeah. Okay. There's more going on. But uh, Jason Segel, yeah, we know and love him from so many things. I do. I like Jason Segel. Yeah. He genuinely seems to have a true love for art and acting and yep. want nothing more than to entertain and to and to make people happy there's yep. no better entertainer than a pure entertainer mm, seems like he's one of them right yeah absolutely yeah everything he does is uh is not for the cash it seems like there's like a little more going on than uh than strictly like he wants to get paid so you he's trying get to get paid more but. passion projects from him than maybe usual uh, yeah. So you might so the the quality wavers a little bit more, right? Uh, but you know it's always from the heart. Absolutely, yeah. This is on Apple TV, so it's uh, it'll have a good look. It'll look good for sure. Yep, it's got they got money over there. Uh, that's oh by the way, yeah. Bill Lawrence and uh, Goldstein forgot his first name. Uh, the gentleman behind oh. Scrubs, but more importantly, more recently, uh, Ted Theodore Lasso. Uh, yes, they are the guys running the show. That's a pretty good team. Yeah, Brett Goldstein is the uh, Brett. That's his name. Yeah, <laughs> you were saying Lawrence. The other guy's name is is uh Bill. Is not Bill. Bill Lawrence. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Okay, I got that right. Yeah. Yep. So uh, yeah, that's another reason. I thought you were going to tell me Bill Lawrence is like a football coach or something. Oh, that no. is totally the name of a football coach. <laughs> it is absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get to the. We got one more. Yeah, we got one more. Let's hear it. Okay. Have, have you heard of this at all? This uh, I did see it in my okay. eyes. I, I was a little confused by it, I'll say. Okay. So this is not confusing to me at, at all. I will tell, still, I will tell you that. But let me give you a little background. So this is called Kunk on Earth. Kunk. And for <laughs> for one thing, um, the poster looks like the show Planet Earth, right? It right. looks like Planet Earth. It's this lady sitting like on a chair. a documentary about like how earth works yeah so this lady i'm trying to see if this is her real name no it is not okay so diane morgan is a, a comedic actress mm -hmm. who i know from working with ricky gervais on a show uh actually let me see if for sure is um 
Other humans? No. Um, let's see. Uh, get rid of that. Get rid of that. She has, a, she has another show or maybe a special called Kunk. Uh, other humans. Her name, her full oh, name is Philomena Kunk. That's her character name. Yeah. Yes. So she's playing this character who I've never heard of. I'm not. I'm not up on her British yeah, stuff. But yeah, it looks like she does have a past doing other things as this person, which is interesting. I'll have to check that out. But no, she was on a show called Afterlife with um, with Ricky Gervais, and I know her from yeah. She was like on a like podcast or something with him. Is so this, I'm familiar with her as yeah. a person. Yeah. Yeah, and it also seems like what's the name? We just brought him up the last podcast. Um, Carl Pilkington. Of the, no, no, no. Oh. The character, the fake character that the presenter that that one guy plays. Alan Partridge. The, Alan Partridge. Yeah. That seems in line with this character, right? Not okay. Not exactly because okay. Alan Partridge is such a character that he. I don't think he does like docu type things where it's like he's. He, nobody knows oh, he's that acting. He's actually in real life yeah. doing stuff as Alan Partridge. No, he's not doing that. I don't think that's oh, what I'm no. saying. Where she is, she is doing that in this. Like she's interviewing as if oh, she's this real, real person. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So she's the one. So she's the Carl Pilkington kind of Understood. of this. Where yeah, Carl did um, a show called uh, what's it called? Idiot this Abroad. Is Idiot Abroad. There you go. Yeah, such a great show about Ricky Gervais sending I, one of his buddies to just go. I have to like, say. I, yeah. I find it important that the, that the title is correct. Yeah. Because I, I oh. really like that it is called An Idiot Abroad. Yes, exactly. It's, very, it's, Singular. it's a wonderful addition of, of a word in that title. Yes. It's An perfect. Idiot Abroad. It's very good. It's perfect. Yeah. So, similar to that, like she's going around to different places talking about trying to get professionals to talk about different areas of uh, planet Earth. I think one of the uh, trailer things said something about why doesn't China have a roof? Uh, so, uh, referencing, yeah. I guess, the, uh, the, the Great Wall of China, things like sure. that. So, uh, yeah, why pyramids? Like, okay, they're a big triangle. Why do we care? Things like this. So mm -hmm. it sounds like good, weird, uh, very strange fun to me, personally. Uh, like... like uh Taking a strange angle at an interesting thing as a yeah. as a new and re refreshed way of looking at it. Yeah, like playing the idiot, playing the the, the uber idiot, but uh, for a new perspective, for a different angle yeah. of approach. Yeah, like we're still gonna yeah. learn things. We're still gonna learn of course. things. Yeah, but we're it also just, gonna laugh at this silly person yes. while we do it. Exactly. That sounds cool. That sounds super cool. Yeah. Is it? Do you know if it does it look like it's okay for kids? I don't know. Yeah, you know what? It might be because um, I don't know how blue her language is. You know, like mm -hmm. I don't think she is that type of like uh, she might. Comedian. Does she say bloody? Is that is that blue? <laughs> is that blue over there? But that's bloody. Yeah, I mean, sorry. That's um. Does that's that count? Curse as word bad words. Is it over there? Yeah, bloody. Bloody is oh, like. Wow. Uh, yeah, like because I know uh, you can't say like rutting, right? Because that just means bollocks. That bollocks. Just means bollocks. Bollocks. I believe is bad. Bollocks. Yeah. But Fanny, yeah. Fanny's bad. Ooh, Things that's bad. bad. That's funny yeah. over here. That yeah. means that means like Heiny. Yeah, this yeah. means butt. For them, it's front <laughs> butt. It's weird. Yeah, um, yeah. That, yeah, strange. You can't refer to, and and the word we have over here for that that's bad over mm -hmm. there means like <laughs> fool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Words are weird. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
that's it for uh, January 2023. We're going to watch every single one of those shows, every episode. We're going to come back. We're going to tell you about how all of them were uh, in detail. The next uh, upcoming episode will be at least 10 hours long. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But until then, uh, we'll see you in 2023. Oh, yeah. That's it, right? Bye-bye. Adios. Now, two, watch.